Porn and found footage. It's not Two your fault. Two things that go really well together. It's not your fault. <laughs> Internet and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creative uh, podcast brought to you by us over at I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. My blood sugar's low, and I'm about to pass out. Jack, will you please give me beans? <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who doesn't want his teeth to fall out. It's Mark. It's true. No one wants that. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. No, it's not I have dreams good. about it's that. Not good. And I don't like. Ooh, them. that's rough. Is that like a recurring? A recurring yeah, is that a thing? I mean, I have them, but I thought that was also a pretty common recurring dream. It's sort of I like don't... the dreams where you're also driving your car from the back seat and the brakes don't work. I've never had either of those uh, dreams. That's a weirdly specific dream to assume we've all had. Yeah. What? What? What is worse about being in the back seat if the brakes don't work anyway? Uh, it's more. It's. It, I mean, it's in the same way that like when you're running away from something in the dream, you can't really run. You just like feel further removed from the control. Oh, so you're like vehicle. metaphorically out of control. Yeah. Hey, for those of you unfamiliar with our Crackerjack operation, we watch and review one more movie good a week, spot. and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2012's Resolution, which was a Jake pick. And fair warning, when we talk about it, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it, so fair ye be warned. And hey, we do have a Patreon going, but we're not where your money should be going. And we have a bit of an announcement. We're going to give it one week from after one week from the posting of this episode our patreon proceeds will no longer be going to feeding america instead they're going to be going to planned parenthood because given recent events we just feel it is very very important to support the bodily autonomy of women and other persons who can get pregnant so um uh, one week after the posting of this episode all patreon proceeds will be going to planned parenthood so effectively um, june June is when that starts. Just do that. Okay. Yeah. Let's ballpark it at June. That's <laughs> Just right. do June. It's going to be like that for a while, and then we'll probably have to hot potato around because there are atrocities everywhere. So, you know. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. Feeding America, though, remains <laughs> a great place if you want to donate money there. Um, and if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit. And, boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So, let's go. Let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Hello. What are your beers for these fears? Uh... Kind of a tough one. I'm curious where you guys are going to go. I went Not with a tough one. Uh, Mundo Loco, Mexican-style lager by Mad Swede Brewing Company. Um, not only is this a local brewer, but uh, Mundo Loco kind of encapsulates what this whole movie is about. Like, yeah, we'll get into the horror elements of it, but really, like, the thing that creates the ish of this movie is just how fucking weird everything around this cabin is, right? The, the weird UFO cult missionaries that he meets at the river the dude who does security for the Indian gambling reservation stuff, uh, the general relationship between uh, what Chris and Mike, that's his name, right? Yeah. I watched this movie yeah. like three fucking weeks ago because we've been on a hiatus. So give me a, give yeah, me a break how long if I can't it remember. <laughs> I watched this movie. Oh, okay. Well, we're going we're to talk about all that. <laughs> anyway, Mundo Loco means crazy world. So that's what I'm drinking. Interesting, Mark. I went a different direction. I didn't go with a beer that represents the plot of this movie. I went with a beer depicted in this movie. Mm. Got myself a nice Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, uh, which I will be consuming. Jake has the same thing. Yes. Yep. Notably, though, I didn't get a bottle with a twist off because those don't exist. That'll be coming back up in nitpicks. I couldn't find them. I can't find them. What do you mean nitpick? Jack, Jack, Jack. What? Do you think they made a special bottle of Sierra Nevada for this movie? No, no, no. They used... I just can't find them lately. No, there are not. Sierra Nevada does not make bottles with twist-offs, as far as I'm aware. So I don't know about twist-offs. I can't find the bottles. Oh. The and bottles, yes, you're right. They don't twist-off. 
They do not twist yeah. off. Under no circumstances do they twist off. Mark, my guess is they just had the bottles, they emptied them out and oh. put the caps back, filled them with water, put the caps back on. And then kind of like popped it back on with your thumb and then you do that. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you can That twist makes it more sense. I mean, they probably already drank them. This movie was made for 20 grand. Like, yeah, yeah. beer's yeah, going to run out pretty I, fast. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't, way, just, they I wouldn't put Sierra it past like, yeah, I'm having a Sierra Nevada pale ale. It's one of the beers I'd argue I've had the most of in my life. Because um, it was the beer that was in the fridge of my old law firm. <laughs> yeah. I so strongly I, dislike Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. That's weird. It's I was about to add on to Jamie. I, mean, I so same beer, same reasons they drink it in the movie. This is probably what this is like among the considerations for goat beer. It's so good. I agree so, in the sense that it's like one of the oldest craft brewer. I, I think that is actually basically the oldest like non cores bud type. Isn't that Sam Adams? I mean, I think that Sierra Nevada predates Sam or, Adams. Uh, Yingling, Yingling, I think Yingling yeah, Ying, for sure. Yingling is yeah. definitely older. It doesn't matter. It's also good. I just I, was really mad I need to beer. keep trying it, but every time I have it, I'm I just it doesn't. It's, it's not. It's, it's a not weirdly good. specific it's flavor. I'll grant you. you Jake that. did get the hint, and he did hand me one, so appreciate that. <laughs> he tricked Very me. He solid. likes it. <laughs> but yes, boys, sucker. drink. <laughs> Drinking Sierra yeah. Nevadas and watching Resolution isn't the only thing we've done in the course in the horror world over the course of the last week, uh, and it's been more, it's than, been a more week. than a week. We've done some other horror shit, and why don't we talk about it? I don't have any lost beers for fears. Do either of you guys? No, I don't think polls have they managed. they they have accumulated. Uh, the in that okay. the polls have actually happened. Uh, I, I do yet. You do have one. I do have. Mark one. has one. Let's cue that sound effect. I was just gonna keep talking about how we haven't done them. Mm. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What an idiot! You suck, you duckass! I watched John Carpenter's The Ward. Hmm. Um, So this is a... I lost this for Ghosts of Mars, which is unfortunate because... I told Jake specifically what the movies for Ghosts of Mars should have been, and this was not on that list. But well, dude, it took me like a month to make the poll. I know. We we were just talking about that. But aside from that, I assume this was John Carpenter movies, lesser known John Carpenter yeah. movies. Or uh, worse this is a- John Carpenter movies, like from his terrible canon. Uh, I mean, John Carpenter has more bad movies than he has good movies. <laughs> it might be a agreed. hot take. <laughs> agreed. No, no, that's right. He also has a. Pr- he also is pretty prolific. Like he has thirty movies, and I don't know, he, ten of them are good. He's like a a a good hitter in baseball. They're still batting like three hundred at best. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark, also topical, timely, because Amber Heard's all up in the news. Yeah. Did you know Amber Heard was in this movie, or did you just pull it up on IMDb as I was talking? I've seen this movie like 10 years ago or something. Okay. And you Hot remember that Amber Heard was in it? Yeah. She's in this, and all the boys love Mandy Lane. Huh. Okay. You you know more about Amber Heard than I did. Yeah, I was gonna. that was my first note. Amber Heard is in this. Weirdly topical. Uh, we're not going to touch on that unless you guys have more to say on that trial because i'm no staying what? the hell out of it i don't yeah no. i don't know what's happening i feel like i'm being manipulated by both sides <laughs> you are for sure it's already they said more suck. than we needed to say about they it. both suck <laughs> oh my god dude uh it also stars jared harris we love jared harris uh of chernobyl fame and a million other things but um decent decent cast through and through um and Bad film. The, as yeah, I bad. Fi- the redeeming quality of this film is that you can watch it in its entirety free on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> and for whatever wow. reason, it's the German. It's like a German version. It's not in German, and there aren't German subtitles. Is it dubbed? No. It's just 
It's well, the English German? version of the movie, except the only difference that I can tell is it's hosted by a German account, and the title card that says The Ward also has the German name on it, which is like Die House or okay, something like and that. Die House? Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. It was. I, it might be a better name than The Ward. Um, Unequivocally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, brief synopsis, five girls in a crazy ward in like the 1960s or 70s, uh, and they are... There's missing people amok and obviously whatever. It's five five ladies in a in a horror asylum. Mm-hmm. You can piece it together from there, and mm-hmm. you probably can piece it together from there because it's one of the most predictable movies. Lovely, I've seen in a while. <laughs> they they do have a twist. I guess that's a minor spoiler. Hey, there's twists in this movie. Um, and I don't know if you necessarily directly predict what it was, but I don't know. It's also not one that really blew me away. If Mark, you want to watch a free movie, this is one of them. <laughs> as I recall, this movie is up there amongst contenders for worst, like, final scene jump scare horse shit thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I right? The, Am I remembering that right? This is this is an extremely on the rails, like, PG-13 style movie, which means the only real scares you get are jump scares. And, yes, the end is an <laughs> all-timer unearned jump scare. Yeah. Real bad. What film. is it? <laughs> Something jumping out of a mirror. Amber Heard jumps out. Yeah, Amber Heard I jumping think. out of a mirror. Jesus. Not good. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Well, good work, Mark. You watched it. You did it. I did it. <laughs> did it. I did it. I take it you didn't like this as much as Ghosts of Mars. C- correct. Ghosts I mean, of, Ghost of Mars slaps. Oh, Ghost, yeah, Ghosts Ghost of Mars. Mars is not. <laughs> Ghosts of Mars is more fun though. I'll grant it you. Is oh my more, god, it was way yeah. more fun. Ghosts of Mars like. <laughs> Kind of, sort of, in a certain way. Dude, well. Ice Cube with platinum machine guns. Yeah, you, come on, dude. Ice Cube with Christmas pants it, and platinum machine guns. It slaps in the same way that Congo slaps. It's just not as good as Congo. Yeah, that's true. Congo slaps. We've talked. We've talked about this. I it's, fully agree with all aspects of that sentence. Yes. Except you hate it on Congo. Yeah, yeah but he also hates. I, think, on I dislike Mars. both movies a lot more. Sure, than you, he but just I agree hates with that fun. Eh, I see. Notable. That's what I'm known for. Let's cue Scatman. Sure. Fine. Do it. Scatman's world. All right, in regular rocking horror worlds, I'm going to go first, because let me hit you with this, boys. You know what was rocking my horror world? I watched Resolution. The last I was going to Say talk, I'd watched, I had watched Resolution extracurricularly like three weeks ago yeah. when we were going to do, the before we did the draft, yeah. and I was going to talk about it, but it was HRR that day, Yeah. so I didn't get to talk about it, and then, Jake, you picked it, I think, to be an asshole to me. No, well, no, no, he actually it, didn't it, pick I didn't, it in the draft. I didn't pick it in the draft, but the problem, okay, so here's why it ended up getting picked. I'm just doing this out of segment. I'm not going to say it again when we get there. I picked this because we decided to discuss the works of Benson and Moorhead as, as a podcast. So our Patreons, they have heard this or had the opportunity to. Our Patreons. Patreons. Patrons. <laughs> um, and I felt like it would be a good time to revisit that film in full. Yeah. That's why, Which is why I, I had it. Yeah. Um, and I watched it because I was, yeah. Whatever. Uh, either way. So I watched it like three weeks ago. I watched it again yesterday. Uh, but that was one thing that was rocking my horror world. Sure. On to other stuff. I'll start with television shows. Uh, finished Outer Range. Uh, this is the Josh Brolin. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Mel's Hole. Sinkhole Western thing. Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It After the first few episodes, it veers away from horror and towards intrigue. Um, you know, like a lost style <laughs> oh, mystery. What? It's a soft left. It's a, You bear left into intrigue. Yeah, like you're the... <laughs> I want to see the Venn diagram for that. <laughs> yeah. they, I'm not scared way. anymore, but I am intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they stopped using a lot of horror f- 
film techniques and cinematography and stuff and they, like, uh, is very yeah. prevalent. I get it, and, and they're they, mutually exclusive things. Not, no, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, I heard him say that. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Yep. Uh, either way, this is an awesome series. It's tailor-made for me. I enjoyed it very much, but it is not very much horror by the end of it. Um, How Western is it by the end of it? Not very. Great. At all. What? It okay. veers away from the horror and from the Western pretty hard. But you still Just like into it. Just into drama. Intriguing yeah, drama. Yeah, I still, I still liked it. Okay. And a little bit sci-fi and mystery. Bottomless pits will do that to you. Yeah. Yep, I enjoyed way. it very much, though. I also have been watching The Baby. On HBO. Have you what guys the seen hell this? Is that? Wait, say that again. Did you intentionally say it weird? Or did you hiccup the, in the middle the of the word? The, the baby. baby. The baby. I think the baby. I said the baby. The baby. I don't know. That's what I heard. I don't the know. Ba- the baby. I <laughs> My brain might have desynced with reality for a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I swear I to God you had a hiccup in the middle weird. where you're like, the baby. I don't no, think so. No, that's not what I heard. I mean it could be a headphone <laughs> thing. Or you're yeah, you're having a, an event. Oh, oh no. It's just a minor one. Uh this have either of you guys heard about this show? I have not heard about this show. No, I don't know what it is. This is a British comedy horror show. It's on HBO. This is about a Baby. woman in is about a woman in her I don't know like uh, late twenties, early thirties, whose friends are all having children, and she feels uh, irritated because she just wants to keep drinking and partying. So she goes to a identifiable. Uh, yep. She <laughs> she goes to a like uh, Airbnb or something like a like a I don't know country house. Uh, that's at the bottom of a cliff, and uh, a woman jumps off the cliff and splats behind her, and she ends up catching the woman's baby, who crawled shortly thereafter. Uh, and the baby is evil. She tries to get rid of the baby. It keeps finding her way back to her, and the baby's killing people. And it's very funny. Uh, it's not a great show, but it's stupid and kind of clever and fun. I was not anticipating this was going to be about that. An evil, murderous baby who arrived at you by jumping cliff. off of a cliff. I'm confused how the baby arrives. Uh, so first the woman jumps off the cliff to her death and splats behind the, the protagonist. Okay. And shortly thereafter, the baby crawls off the cliff as well, but the woman ends up catching the baby kind of accidentally. Oh. Accidental catching. Yeah. How big a, how big S- a cliff Supernatural we, catching. How big a cliff are we talking about here? Couple hundred feet. A big, enough to liquefy the woman. <laughs> how? And, mm, okay. Mark, it's, Mark, it's a, it's a. It's an evil baby. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry too much about it. Uh, it, but it's very fun. Uh, it's got like four episodes up. I recommend it. It's tw- they're like 22-minute episodes. That's nice. And it's kind of fun and stupid and good. I enjoy it. Um, also, movies time. I watched The Cellar, uh, which is, I think, a Shutter exclusive. Uh, this is Alicia Elisha Cuthbert. Um, and this is her daughter. Like, she lives in a nice... Like, she and her, her family move into a big, nice house... There's something wrong with the cellar. She and her rebellious daughter are fighting all the time, but then her daughter gets lost yeah. in the cellar. This is a recent Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah, it's like a yes, couple months very, ago. very recent. Yeah. yeah, has to save her, and it's not great. Um, <laughs> the, it's pretty tropey. They hit the rebellious daughter thing really, really hard, and like the disobedient daughter, and it doesn't play that well because they treat her. The movie treats the daughter like she's 13, but I think the actor's like 23 and looks like she's 23, so it doesn't play very well. Um, it's 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 not great. I didn't like it very much, uh, huh. but it it's not all bad. It was, you know, but I don't recommend it. Sounds like if you want a better <laughs> movie with similar, like, rebellious daughter or at least perceived to be rebellious daughter and mother relations maybe check out pie whack it from a couple years ago yes, that movie was decent pie whack it was very yes. good. yeah yeah um, yeah it's it's a weird combination of like the movie treats the daughter as 
one like sometimes as she's 13 but then sometimes like she's an adult but then truly the most incapable horror movie character put to screen in some time wow that's actually um, almost astounding enough to make me want to watch this but not quite it's quite something yeah it's uh it's not without <laughs> it any sure charm, is a thing but it's not very good <laughs> it is something <laughs> um also i watched the house on Netflix, this is the stop motion animation, uh, weird anthology thing. Oh uh, that came out in, shit! Like, January, I yeah. think. Yeah, I, I uh, completely yeah. forgot about this. Yeah, tell me, and it's, it's good. It's very good. It's oh, very God. affecting. Oh. It's not really. It's more genre than horror, yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and we, but we knew that going in. I, I would give this one a check out. It is just for how beautiful and strange it is it is it's great i love it awesome. explain it's to me what you mean by saying it's more genre than horror like it's it's there aren't like horror terrorizing stuff in it but it's definitely not just like a normal movie it's horror-ish. Like it's horror-ish for sure it's yeah. doing weird stuff playing around with that kind of you know making you a little uncomfortable but it's not yeah, a, it's a genre movie. film i get it gotcha that's one yeah. of those phrases that like I never really understood what people meant when they said it's a genre film. Like, I know all films have genres. It's only <laughs> they're always it's, genre. It's, it's genre. only really ever used in this context, though. Yeah, which I just makes when it I picture even weirder. Yeah, when I picture genre film, I just picture like Spectre Vision would probably put this out. I mean, yeah, basically what my brain two and two together was like, oh, it's a horror movie, but weirder, kind of, and probably less scary. Yeah, it's deal. It's either like w- really weird or really post horror. No one has used the word post horror other than you. That's not true. Well, okay. That's in the last just not years, true. In the last five years, that's also either not way. True. Check out Do the not. house. It's on Netflix. It's very very good. I highly recommend it. I liked it very much. But Do it's like a bit of a heavier you know viewing experience. You're, you're gonna want to settle in. But it's is, also an anthology. Remind so me, that. is this from? Um, is this? foreign uh there yes there are parts of it not in english i was gonna say is this from in spain english. but then i would, didn't trust myself so i just i actually also went to spain in my brain but that might just be because of bird boy i think yeah i think yeah, that's I'm why. sure it is <laughs> um so the house check it out it's on netflix also i guess i could briefly mention on chien and because uh, i watched that i haven't talked about that since i watched it also i feel also like a genre about that film yeah we talked about that in the in the in conversation the, yeah. of Tetsuo. Okay, so I'll, I'll skip that one and talk about a book that I read. I went to the library and I got myself a horror book. <sighs> take a nap. <laughs> Jack has yeah. a lot this week. <laughs> I do. Well, it's been three weeks, dude. Me feel, you well, you're making me feel even worse now. <laughs> I read the book The Castle of Otranto by Horace Walpole, which is, I'm now given to name? understand, widely considered to be the first Western horror novel ever written in like the early 1700s, 1725 or something. Um, it's about a haunted castle. It's kind of the basis for gothic horror. Wait, wait, and... wait, wait, wait. When you say Western horror, do you mean like Western cowboys type Western? No, no, or no, Western, no. Like, like, like the Western the, world. The Western literary canon. Okay, I went a different direction. I went a different direction too, but then by the time he said um, 17 something, I knew that it couldn't be. Well, and that's why I thought it was intriguing. You know, it, well, we that veered would be from horror into intrigue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, before this okay. whole Manifest Destiny thing. I know exactly see, how that, that's, that's going to play confusing. out. No, the, the Western literary canon, as in, I don't, I, I'm sure there are also books, kind of horror books that are, you know, in the Eastern literary canon, what we would call, uh, but this is not that. This is the first one. It's very, I Whatever. I love this fucking book. It's so 
awesome because it's so like create it creates the tropes and you can see it creating the tropes in real time it's very fun it's a romance novel it's like very obvious that the author was grappling with his own sexuality and homosexuality it's like a very queer book it's very strange it's pretty great How long i is loved it? it uh i think it was like I, I don't know it's a weird the book i got had weird typeface i would put it at about 100 pages as a oh. normal book oh heavens so it's a novella not quite a novella but yeah about i mean it's within it's range of something that is tenable for me at present I it's think. something i could read in under a month Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Probably. Mark, I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> don't get too ambitious. Uh, yeah, don't get too ambitious. The Castle of Otranto by Horace Walpole, and you can find it at your local library. Yay, awesome. libraries. Jake, what about you? That's all I I mean, have. maybe they might have banned it here by now. Who knows? <laughs> it is. It is I mean, it's, it's yeah. pretty uh, queer, like I said. I, Idaho, Idaho did just go like through a much. tranche of book bannings. Yeah, let's give context to the listener. It's a fucking disaster is what it is. Um I, Jack, uh, have been watching a lot of playoff hockey, so that's really put a damper. That's been horrifying. The Penguins are about to be no, on. Dude, it's fine. I, the, honestly, though, what has been rocking my whole world in that regard is the complete ineptitude and inconsistency from game to game and honestly call to call that the refs are exhibiting in this playoff so far. It's f- outrageous how bad it's been. <laughs> that is horrifying. The, the the hit that got Crosby a concussion went unremarked upon I by the referees. Didn't hurt that one. Um, <laughs> the elbow. <laughs> I didn't hate that one. That was kind of like he was fault. Whatever. We, we're not going to go into hockey talk right now. <laughs> um, it was just an unfortunate play. That said, I have watched only one thing, but it's long enough for there to be Walkie it to talk. count for like five things. I think. Um, plus, I watched it in four separate viewings because I downloaded <laughs> it from Netflix and watched it on a plane during a recent trip in different on different flights. Honestly. Uh, Army of the Dead. You guys have both already talked about this one. It had been downloaded from like a prior trip that I had taken, and I'd never gotten around to it because like the fucking two and a half hour runtime was just so daunting, frankly. Yep. So I was getting a little bored on my first flight of this trip and decided I would just throw it on and see how far I got. Um, uh, this is a really fun movie, and I honestly think it was perfect plane viewing because I don't think it mattered at all or You're, was cumbersome to my viewing experience to have split it up in such a way. It it was fine. I could just jump it. Like what this movie is about is the like the crazy fun action and the huge set pieces. Like this thing is blown out as much as it could possibly be for a zombie film. And I I I thought it was really good. It was just too long. Like I want this distilled oh. into. You're talking is, about Army of the Dead, not Army of Darkness. Yes. I, I, did for, I say I, Army of Darkness? I think you, no, you, you said, said Army, Army of the, of the Dead, God. but my brain... Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm on a heater today of just yeah. being unable to comprehend Zack Snyder, like last year. Um, Far and away heist. Zack Snyder's best film. Probably, yeah. Um, eh. And this has like this has all the stuff. This has all the Zack Snyder stuff. Like, you Mark, guys you know what, you're right. About. I was forgetting about the Sucker legend Punch? Owls of Gahul Guardians or whatever that movie was. He's lying. Anyway, uh... Highly recommendable. Uh, nowhere near like my favorite zombie film. I look. This was great. I just wish it was distilled into like a sub two hour version of itself. Yeah, and then it yes. would be perfect. There's a lot of fat that could be trimmed. Totally, but I it's indulgent in that way, so I'm not gonna like blame it. It's just whatever. It's it's fine. I'm happy I saw it. I probably won't see it again because it's so fucking long. I liked the completely unexplained zombies that were made out of electricity. Yeah. I, who gives a shit, man? There's a lot of great stuff in it, man. Who gives a shit? There's no explanation needed in this stuff. No. Concrete grinding chainsaw that doesn't come up in the film ever again after he takes it out of an oil drum. Yeah. Buried. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, it's it's so stupid. I love it. Um, that nice. said, that's that's what I watched. 
All right, Mark, what about you? Um, I got a bunch. I'm going to save a few of them for next week, I think. Um, first off, I, I nailed the last two of the recommendations from the Omnibus uh, from you guys, so I don't know why I said I nailed them. I yeah, watched I them. Well, like, define <laughs> nail. <laughs> I, nailed it. I really nailed the process of watching cool. them. Cool. You know? <laughs> I watched the shit out of these movies. So first off was um, Anything for Jackson. This was a recommendation yeah. to me from Jackson. Yes, um, indeed. Dude, this movie slaps. This Isn't movie fucking rules. <laughs> Weird. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I, like, I know the name because it's kind of strange, but I don't recall anything about this. It's, Give me a quick synopsis. Uh, so, Shutter movie and... Okay, sold. <laughs> yeah, done. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's. So, two grandparents kidnap a lady uh, and attempt to convert... A pregnant lady, I should say, and attempt to... They call it a reverse exorcism in the film, but it's not really what it is. They try and put the spirit <laughs> of their departed grandson, Jackson, into the baby that is to be born via demonic means. And wouldn't you know it, uh, you know, demonic things happen. Yeah, sounds like what'll happen. Yeah, cool. some, yeah. yeah, you accidentally make a haunted house. Uh, and Whoops. that's more or less what happens. And, I mean, I don't think that's the most unique plot line ever. There's obviously some some nuances to it in this case, but really Uh what they do well here is a lot of the shot construct, just the simple mechanics of the scares in this movie are very, very solid, but also they do hang enough additional like weirdness on the extremities of this. Uh, They, they bring in like obviously (laughs) uh, the police investigation and uh, I mean, we don't need to get too far into like all the extra stuff that this does, but I thought they did an exceptional job of keeping it interesting and enjoyable and complicated. It's complex without being too complicated. There's a lot of comedy through oddity. There's also a lot movie. of comedy. Yeah, <laughs> that is also true. Uh, yeah, this that this was definitely a banger. Uh, this was from last year. I think it was in Jack's top three. I can't remember if it was or not. But I, I mean, doesn't it need to be to be a one of these? No, definitely not. You just no. have to watch it. I I'm just saying. I think it was. I thought it was in his top three, but now I can't remember. I also don't know why I'm well, the one I think talking it's, about it. I think it was my top three for 2020. I think it's a 2020 movie. Oh, is it a 2020? 2020? Okay, well, 2020. whatever. Yeah. Um, then why did you recommend it to... Whatever, it doesn't That's matter. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. He gives a shit. I don't know. I don't it's remember. It's fine, anymore. Jack. It's fine. Go go watch anything for Jackson. It's on Shudder. Uh, the other one is Broadcast Signal Intrusion. Uh-huh. This was... Jake's recommendation to me, one of his two recommendations to me from the Omnibus. And hey, it's also on Shutter. <laughs> so one of the reasons Sold. I had uh, pushed this one off was because for all the longest time, it had remained a relatively expensive rental on Amazon. And I can't afford $6 to just watch any movie willy-nilly. Uh, and then I was pleasantly surprised one day when it showed up as the new featured movie on Shutter. I think it like, happened. Oh, they threw it on a feature? That's I think cool. it came on the service in May. Because uh, May first basically was was when I started seeing it. So um, now, if you want to watch this one, you can also find it on Shutter. Um, this is a much different movie from anything for Jackson. It is sort of a take on the Max Headroom style, like broadcast signal intrusions of the nineteen eighties. <laughs> great, um, great name. The main character is a video archivist in close to modern day. I can't remember if this is like specifically in 2010s. I think he's like converting VHS tapes to DVDs, so it's a little bit ago, yeah. but early um, on, I, I don't know, whatever. In in this case he finds something in the tapes that he's he finds two broadcast signal intrusions from the same group and he becomes convinced that there is a overlapping 
um, like conspiracy theory of missing women and murderers involved. It's an extremely good movie. It was something that I, I hit me in a way that I, I really wanted it to when I watched it, but I could also feel like your, your mileage may vary on this one based on what energy you're taking into it. It's not what I would call fun in the traditional sense, but it is like, it's, it, it's riveting. It's exciting. Is it a type B fun horror movie? Type two fun? What is it? No, B or it's two? not type two fun really either. It's just, it's way more of like a, like silence of the lambs or bone collector type of thing, type of experience than yeah. something that's more aloof. And well, yeah, it's not light. that. Yeah, that's not your vibe. Um, but it's also, I also don't want to say that this is like dark and brooding because yeah. that's, I mean, it, it, it's it's more that than any other direction, but it's not like this is it's not like you're watching high tension or you know, <laughs> inside or something. <laughs> um, I if you're in the mood for like a like a whodunit sort of what's behind the next turn type of movie, then I would give this one a recommend, especially now because it's relatively easy to find. Yeah. Um, it does have some fun weird, like. So, like offshoots into a sitcom from the 1980s that they made up for this called Sal E. Sparks, where the lady uh, of the household is replaced by a robot named Sal E. Sparks. And that's the thing that they're <laughs> imitating when they do the intrusion. That's the mask that the person is wearing. Um, the The biggest flaw of this movie is that it doesn't know what it wants to be. I think yeah. if we were to review this, I would push hard for this essentially being an anthology where the first, second, and third act are completely different movies, uh, and the writers just never really bothered to circle back and like figure out what specifically it was they were doing. Um, still certainly an enjoyable experience, but definitely don't think too hard about the different parts of the movie's connect movie yeah. connects to itself because yeah. you're going to find a lot of dead ends. Yeah. Definitely, I, that's kind of how it hit me too, and I'm I'm happy you watched it. I'm happy you liked it. I, if you're someone who has seen Max Headroom and was intrigued by that, I, this has the the uh, I don't know. There are a number of moments in this that make it worthwhile. Those those intrusions are good. All right, the, yeah, you, they're you, good. It's Shutter. Remind me. Yes. Yeah. yes. For the first time, nice. I mean, for this month. Now it is. Uh, previously, it had just been only available as a yeah, whatever. Rental. I mean, a listener, whatever. Look at the timestamp on this. Don't yell at us. Yeah, you're certainly not hearing this in the past, so yeah. I don't know why I clarified that. <laughs> it is on Shutter now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else, Mark? I have an update. Um, I have now tasted the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and I still don't particularly care for it. Weirdo. There's like a weird chemical taste to it. It's just not for me. Hmm. Um, very it's weird. It's a very weird. The the wife and I banged out uh, Russian Doll season two. <laughs> yeah, you did. We, we banged it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a legitimate, <laughs> a legitimate spit take from Jake. I think I did. Fuck! Did I cut a slip? He cut his lip on the can. No, doing I don't think I'm take. bleeding. It was close though. It feels like a paper cut. Fuck, man! This is why they need to be in bottles. <laughs> it's unreal. Twist offs. No. <laughs> Definitely not twist offs. Um. Same. I'll keep this part short. Have you got? Have either of you guys watched this? What'd you? I, what? What was it? What? Russian bang Doll out? season two. Russian Doll season. No, two. is it any good? It's very good. And again, I'm going to keep it short because, much like the first season, it's horror adjacent. It has some moments that are like, ooh, <laughs> creepy. Um, but 
overall not really that a one series. episode in the first season was fucking <laughs> fucking crazy awesome i don't think there's anything yes. quite to that level yeah, in this okay. one but they do they, they do get a little bit closer it's on the it's on the list that's a show that i will watch because i really enjoyed the first season i yeah i found it i found the second season to be just as enjoyable wow. uh okay. probably has a little bit of a weaker conclusion to it but mm-hmm. i mean whatever Maybe still still quality entertainment awesome uh, obviously like that's it. a netflix exclusive lastly butterfly kisses uh, is what a movie that I that? watched on Amazon Prime. This is a 2018 <laughs> found footage urban legend movie about Peeping Tom. <laughs> what? what? Okay, <laughs> hold on. Urban legend? Is there an urban legend character named Peeping Tom who isn't just a Peeping Tom? Supposedly. So <laughs> wait. In the context of this film, or supposedly in reality? Uh, in the context of this film, I, okay. I don't know if okay, they, okay, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't go so I'm assuming far. Assuming he as was like a murderer or something. Yeah, he's like a diddler, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you stare down a train tunnel for an hour without blinking, exactly. this is how you unlock it. Yeah. Uh, you stare down a train tunnel for an hour. Oh, you weren't joking. Okay. Uh, without blinking, and That's if you do possible. that, then he appears at the end of the train tunnel, and then from that moment onward, if you anytime you blink and open your eyes back up, you He'll can be see him, and he gets iteratively closer and Fuck. closer and closer. So oh, I hate that shit. It's a weeping angels type of yeah. thing. The reason the reason it's called butterfly kisses is because uh, once he gets close enough to you, he kills you. Obviously, whatever. But with a butterfly uh, kiss. W- no, he has really long eyelashes. So when he's like really close to you, he gets you to blink by giving you a butterfly kiss. And then That's actually a it. super cool concept. Yeah, it, yeah, super, exactly. Do like, they execute it well? Um, <laughs> two buckets. No. Two buckets. So in Mark's brain, who likes exactly this type of movie and wanted, wanted to watch a shitty found footage movie, uh, this was exactly what I wanted on a Sunday night. I had a blast watching it. Um, random... Eduardo Sanchez I was cameo. just going to say. I, I'm, I'm starting to look this up. Eduardo Sanchez. What's up? Uh, it has some chops to it, but it is very low budget. It's from the perspective of... it. There, there's like a weird House of Leaves angle to it, too. Not like the actual thematic elements of... I should say the thematic elements of uh, House of Leaves, but not like the literal plot of House of Leaves, where it's a person who finds another person's catalog and then is telling the viewer about going through the catalog and telling the story of the person, (laughs) whatever. So like a few extra layers of abstraction that aren't really necessary. And then by the end of it, you have like the film crew following the guy who found the found footage that was the person who was also doing the investigation. <laughs> so there's like way too many levels, uh, and, but the story still kind of works in a very weird way. Uh, the biggest challenge here is this is, you know, it's a relatively low budget amateur level production. I shouldn't say amateur. They obviously like, they're professionals who made this, but the the acting chops and whatnot shine through in, in certain moments where... It's not quite I believable. I get it. It's indie. It, yeah, it's indie. If yeah. you want a... If you're like me and you like watching found footage movies about like folklore type things, even if it is made up, you might give this one a ride. I enjoyed it. It's... Go go in with tempered expectations and I think you'll probably really enjoy it. Hmm. How'd you watch it? It's on Amazon. Amazon, Prime. right. Okay. Free on Amazon. Pretty solid. Mark, would you recommend this to someone like myself? Oh God! You, I, I have a hard, I have a really hard. <laughs> I, I truly don't have you pinned down on how you like found footage movies. I don't think you do, so I'm gonna go with no. How about me? Okay, I think I do. I mean, but... probably not. Really? Yeah. 
Fuck, okay. It's weird. The Wikipedia page for this movie, the plot section, has an error that says this section's plot summary is excessively detailed and far too long. <laughs> Why not me? I like found footage and I like documentary style and I like indie. You could, I mean, what wouldn't just, I like? What just, wouldn't I like? What wouldn't I like? It's kind Go. of a dumb movie. Yeah, I don't like dumb. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you definitely have me nailed or whatever you said. Mark, anything else you want to talk about? Should we go to the feature we presentation? The feature presentation. <laughs> I think I've somehow, I, I think I've somehow offended Jay. We're just ending by the not recommending a movie. We're just ending you. the episode. It's fine. <laughs> Over at adzhorror this week, we watched 2012's Resolution. Jake, you explained why you picked this movie. Yeah, Mark made me do it. Yeah, Mark made you do it. Sorry. And you did it to fuck me. You've seen <laughs> yep, it yep, you, okay, before. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> How many times have you seen this thing? Uh, Twice now. So okay. I've seen it as many times as you've seen it in the last three weeks. Yep. <laughs> I've seen it three total times now. Yeah, rocketing up the ladder. Mark, so what about speak. you? Same Z's. Which, uh, the two or the three? <laughs> two total times. <laughs> okay. I, I watched it the first time when I was doing that thing a couple years ago trying to, like, yeah. Uh, watch the entire catalog of certain directors that I enjoyed, Moorhead and Benson being one of them. And you were like, they don't have that many. This is easy. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, so, and you had, I think, just watched it at the time and had recommended it and said it was good. So I certainly did. Yeah. Weird take. Uh, nice. <laughs> How could Jay, anyone recommend you this? this movie. We hate these and guys. You know what that means? What? You have to hit us with a 30 second plot yeah, synopsis. Be a little bit weird. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start. Michael gets a tape with a location from his buddy Chris, and it is distressing, so he goes to find him in a remote cabin. He's strung out on meth uh, and suicidal, so Michael handcuffs him inside the cabin and tries to get him sober while he figures out what's going on. It gets increasingly weird as different things are kind of just, like, left in their general area. And as the film progresses, he sort of uncovers that there's a spirit, a spirit, and they need to complete a story and a story arc. Eventually, they do, but it's very, very opaque, and I'm not going to get any deeper right now. Time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very good job. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know. Thirty seconds. Plot synopsis. Good. I well, did a great job with a plot synopsis <laughs> for a movie that's plot is weird. Yeah. Thirty yeah. seconds. Plot synopsis. Well, nothing happens, and then a demon kills them. Maybe. <laughs> or makes Maybe. them repeat a part of their lives over and over and over and over and over. That's again. more like it. But, but we don't, we don't know get that. that. We don't know that yet. We don't endless. know that yet. Yeah. Do not talk about The Endless during this podcast. We're going to spoil parts of The Endless. Do not. Listener, we're going to spoil parts of The Endless. Just go yeah, see I them both. We have to. Just go see them both. I think we have to. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're cousins. I think The Endless might still be free on YouTube, so... Fucking oh yeah, did they, I mean Morehead and Benson like or like Morehead specifically just uploaded it and was like, yeah, fuck it, here you go. Yeah, did here, you? check out the endless. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, they're homies. Yeah, I think that's only in America, unfortunately for non-American people. But man, if only there were a thing called a VPN that would help <laughs> you with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> or like a simple. Chrome what happens extension. now? <laughs> I don't know. It's been Jack so is, fucking what long. What the fuck subgenres of horror does this movie fit yeah, into? Yeah. Also, I don't know. None. And what? Uh, Psychological genre, mystery, <laughs> mystery, <laughs> intrigue. Uh, okay, conversational let's, horror. Let's, let's be okay. So uh, you want to fucking do this, Mark? Mumblegore? Is it Mumblegore? Is I, this a Mumblegore film? I would, no, it is not. We it we had we touched on this during the say it is. Benson and Moorhead Patcast, and I was sort of leaning no, and Mark kind of did one of those upward inflection, like would you? Having watched it again, not three hours ago. This is 
this has a lot of mumblecore qualities to it. I mean, if does, you think about like does. all the checklist items on that list, so it's it's inter it's very interpersonal between people in like their twenties, thirties. These guys fit that bill. It's more about the conversation than the plot. Fucking yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's not it's not really about romance, but intimate relationship stuff that's there. Yeah. Um, very indie, low budget, naturalistic dialogue. Like that's probably the thing prime that this movie does. Um, so mumblecore. We're saying mumblecore. Kind of, I think it is. I think it's a mumblecore film. Mm-hmm. All right. It doesn't play like a no. Mumblecore it doesn't. Film it's not. It's not voyeuristic enough in a weird way, which is kind of strange because like part of this is about the literally about voyeurism. This, yeah. <laughs> but it like the way it plays or the way it's shot is more a standard film than with a lot of mumblecore that I've seen. For sure. That said, uh, I'd I think also it fits. say, I, I okay. I mean, yeah, it does fit the elements. Um, you having laid them out. We also have meta as a sub subgenre, and this is, I mean, a movie about storytelling. I think you'd have to put this into meta and about watching movies. Yeah, sure, fine. So meta. it's a hard one to pin down. Post horror. Yeah, I feel like yeah, any were... any any mumblegore movie, mumblecore movie, is going to be a hard one to pin down. Like they sort of defy genre by definition, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they're post horror. Yeah, totally post horror. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I hate you so much. Oh shit. Well. <laughs> Let's talk about what this movie does right, huh, boys? You guys should have fucking brought it up again. That's that's your problem. <laughs> I did. Gone I, so I, you long. did. I, you I, brought I, it up. I, I, hands I did clean. not. Someone, you were the one who said no, post-war. No, first. someone who listens to these podcasts, I had forgotten about it, frankly, and then someone had to bring it up, and now I'm going to really harp on it for probably like three weeks. Who brought it up? I don't know. You? One of you two. No, no not me. What I don't get that What are you up. talking about? One of you did it. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> did it. Bozo did the dub. <laughs> Wait, are you just talking about saying the word post-horror? One of you brought that up as a thing, as a subject, as a topic, as a topic. Bozo did it. Recently? On this episode? Oh my god, yeah, like maybe two episodes ago. Christ, this is terrible. (laughs) Jake, what's the one thing the movie does right? What are you talking about? (laughs) Vinny fucking Curran is what this movie does right. The way this dude captures his character is incredibly watchable i don't know what else to say like and for the is, listener vinnie curran plays chris he plays chris he the plays the drug strong addict. the drug addict um he is so realistic in a certain way and i think that okay it goes without saying we have a certain friend that he reminds us all a lot of not in the not like, in the drug not in the method no in, in just how he carries himself and yeah. his demeanor his delivery like all of that stuff is very similar um but he's impossible I can't take my eyes off. The he's pretty magnetic because he, yeah, is, he is completely he is magnetic. He has to carry a ton in this movie, and I think he does a great job. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah I mean they both prime, do. Honestly, that was also my. Most of this movie point. is him talking to um, Peter Salella. Peter, Peter Salella. Yeah, that's most yeah. of what this movie is. So I had to start there. I gotta say, Michael Danub, pretty pretty fucking good character name. You like Michael Danub? Michael, Mikey Danub? Michael Danub. Why are you why are you saying Danube and not Danube, like the uh, river Danube or the waltz? I Blue think they Danube. say Danube in the film. I don't know because uh, well, the actual answer, Jack, is because I've almost always seen that uh, word written down and not pronounced. <laughs> so in my own head, I've always pronounced it Danube, and that's how it's pronounced. So fuck D A N O O B Danube. Yeah. Why do you say Worcestershire instead of Worcestershire? <laughs> Worcestershire. I don't. Okay. Okay. Glad we got. I say that. some things correct, and I say other things incorrectly. It's like part of the charm, like everyone. Logonitis. Uh, but to to 
expand the circle slightly. Yeah, I still can't say Lagunitis. Uh, that was as, uh, honestly as close as you've ever been. Pretty Continue. good. Lagunitas. No, you got worse. Stop. Go, That's much go back worse. to your take. What, what does this movie do right? Expand the circle. Expanding the circle a little bit. The interplay between Chris and Mike yeah. is really good. Yeah. Uh, most of that is Vinnie Curran, but yeah. like they all, the performance from Peter Salella also very strong. He's kind of playing second fiddle. He's allowing Vinnie Curran's energy right. to bounce off of him and like right. really liven up the scene. But he's also the straight man. In you're, the you're right. I mean, yeah. a lot yeah, of exactly. this is. I mean, I don't know this to be. I don't know this for certain, but it has to just be like improv and that would not be as successful if he was not able I to I would like, love actually this script was militant mili- like, word for meticulous word right <laughs> if that's the case that it might be even more impressive I don't know I don't know this is obviously improv uh and to do well at that I agree with you like Solola had to give him that ability to just kind of bounce around like a fucking lunatic there's an element to Karan's performance that's also like really heartbreaking in certain spots. Like, aside well, from I mean, what yeah. aside from what the movie is, uh, well, well, I'm saying this backwards. Aside from the fact that this movie happens to be a horror movie where there's a demon watching them unfold a story or whatever. Yeah. Like, it really is an intervention story of Mike trying to get his like one of his best friends clean. Yeah. And the who profoundly doesn't want to because he is unhappy and suicidal. Yeah. And he has pretty much made the decision that he doesn't want to go back. Right. He's like, look, I'm either going to take meth or I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's dark. It's 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 Very pretty dark. dark. And for as much humor as this movie has, even in the scenes that are extremely dark and upsetting, they're, they, they still go to that comedic yeah. reaction, which, yeah. is, which is something that, I mean, I can personally identify with because I'd much rather make jokes in a, during an intense and weird yeah. and sad time. I mean, time. He's, he's kind but, of reached the point where he's like just, completely nihilistic with the whole thing right like almost every scene i noticed ends on curran's character saying like some one-liner that i find laugh out loud funny yeah uh even though like it's right after you know michael's walked in and he's tried to like cut his wrist with a coffee cup or some shit yeah it's it's and then he's complaining about it like not being a good he's like i couldn't get the spring out of this nasa mattress (laughs) why are you so stressed out it's like oh my god (laughs) yeah 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 it's it's very and the i mean they bounce around tonally a lot but in a very effective way it feels all purposeful and it all serves the story and i think it works very well and part of that is jake you mentioned it both during your synopsis and during the subgenres they capture the weirdness of this place so well. Just like how strange every interaction they have with anyone else is. Yeah. It's all just very weird and it feels weird and that adds to it being very creepy. Yeah. And it takes it takes its time developing the creepiness. Like it's tre- there's such like a matter of factness to the world that they're in and how everything is off, but Chris's character is just kind of there and he has other concerns like being depressed and strung out. So he's yeah. just like, oh, whatever. Like it's just the one of the girls from the <laughs> lunatic asylum. Like she, they get out all the time. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I love his like tweaker facts. The yeah. random tweaker facts yeah. of satellites, man. Or what was what was the other good one? Um, the populations of mountain lions in this town has yeah. doubled in recent decades, or whatever he says. <laughs> has gr- sorry, excuse me. Has grown staggeringly, staggeringly and steadily in recent years. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, the, oh my wild. God, every delivery, I wrote down, I started writing down like some of his quotes that I like, there's weird shit everywhere, man. There's weird tires by the river. Go check those out. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? It's so good. It's like, every fucking line is just perfection. I don't know how he did it. Yeah. This man is a uh, another, treasure. Another thing I loved about this movie is 
cinematographically, the way it will be, you'll be watching, like, it's just a regular movie, you know, third-person perspective on them, and then it will, like, they, I don't know what effect they use, but it, like, cuts into, then you're watching them through film or something, like, there's a little, like, bubble on a film strip or something, and the, it changes texture just a little bit. Are you talking about, like, the red overlay thing? The yeah, some, well, not not, but yeah, and it just happens very quickly, and then the quality is a little more grainy and film-like, and when they're being watched, it's a really cool cinematographic technique. I don't know if we're talking about the same thing, actually. I don't either. Um, I'm uh, talking I, about I, the very noticeable, like red orange cut almost that they use at times. Yeah, I think that's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. I, thought, I, mean, I see, and, I see and, what you're saying. I see what you're and, saying. And, I put it in middle personally. I'll just say it quickly here okay. and talk about it later. But yeah, I, I can see how this is. Yeah, I respect and it. And I've enjoyed it more on more repeat viewings, okay. you know, knowing what the film is about and this idea that they're being watched or creating their own story as it happens. Yeah. Here's it, I mean, a it visual indication of yeah, that happening. Yeah. yeah. I really didn't what have, else have does this, right? movie. this movie doesn't do a lot, <clears throat> frankly. So they, it's kind of hard talk. to comment well, on things it does a big, right and does wrong. I mean, we, I could talk for as long as the runtime of the movie I mean, about the first thing that I mentioned. Yes, right, but exactly. we got to move past that, Jake. I want to talk about... You man, punch like uh, a windsock. It's horrifying. <laughs> uh, over, I, w- I want to talk about the overall concept of this film and how yeah, it's I executed. Right. It's really fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. you got to talk about yeah. this here. Uh, really awesome, this idea that like they are generating the story for an alien or a demon or whatever yeah. the fuck an, an entity is really fucking cool yeah and well, the way it plays out is terrifying yeah i i mean yeah i i love like you said the the high level the concept of of what this film is from both the perspective of how there is this entity we don't know what it is they go out of their way to say like oh like what's a demon or an alien or a god or like whatever like how do we know it's how we you know, make it yeah. make sense. Doesn't matter. It's supernatural. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like how it, it adds that element as the driving force and then sprinkles in like the increasing escalating weirdness. And yes. in addition to that, I like, I didn't want to get into the endless and I'm not going to, but I like how but it lays can. out like, a, why not? It lays out like a geographical kind of mythos almost for this area that is just, this place is a little bit off and obviously they're going to revisit these exact places in that later film. So this lays a lot of groundwork that they then come back to later. It's a, it's a, it's an area. It's a real mundo loco. uh, (laughs) That's full of like characters. I guess that is what this movie does. Right. Is, is everything that is outside of the Mike and Vinny, not sorry, Mike and, Chris universe. Vinny's a better name for the character too. Huh? I think, I think that's just what (laughs) Vinny's like. He's kind of, you know, like the, like he's not really acting. He's just like, I honestly think, I think so, dude. He's kind of the same in like spring. He's the boss in spring. He's kind of like that there too. Yeah. I I don't know. He's only been in like six movies. Yeah. He's just, and he's, and two of them are this exact same character. So (laughs) yeah, I think it's just him. Um, possibly. Yeah. But I guess my point is everyone outside of the cabin is a movie character, like a weirdly exaggerated archetype of something, right? They run yeah. into Morehead and Benson Moorhead as Benson. cameos yeah. uh, with, I think, like the producer or something. The, the third oh, guy yeah, is also whatever. someone yeah. related to the production of the movie. Um, and they're like members of the UFO cult that I think are supposed to be the same cult that we meet in The Endless, right? 
They hadn't um, fleshed that yes. out yet. You obviously have the two drug dealers that are like extremely drug dealers. Extremely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you like ha- straight out of Breaking Bad, like uh, Badger and Stinky Pete. They are, yeah, they, are, they are the nth degree of what you could ever think of when it comes to drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you obviously have the, the security personnel from the Indian Reservation. Yeah. You have the, the dude who, I mean, this isn't really a character, the but grifter? like the, the thing that you go into the cave and then there's oh. like the guy who lives in there or whatever. Yeah. What was the who grifter? Screams the, like supernatural the, roar yeah yeah that was weird becomes a mountain lion the like con artist like i'll buy this property oh god yeah i want to talk about that is the cult leader that's the cult leader in endless right oh is it i I think it is that i think that Um, guy is who plays the cult leader who does a fantastic i forget his name i'm not gonna look it up right now he does a fantastic job in the endless fuck we're talking about the endless too much but uh Hold on. The Don't, last yeah. and probably most important character is the dude whose dog dies with the Frenchman, whoever, whatever the hell his name I, was. No, the most important character is Sarah, the golden. Well, okay, fine. Yeah, she's... Well, Do mean, you think that he chose a golden retriever because Vinnie Curran is basically a golden retriever of a character? <laughs> now you're just now, now you're just directly referencing things that we say about our, our friend who is very close to Vinnie. Yeah. You you blew past Zon McLaren uh, too quickly. I love that guy. He plays the security, the tribal security officer. What else oh, has yeah. he been in? He did a good job, but I he has been in him. so many things. I mean, it most so many I think His biggest role was in Longmire as uh, the tribal police okay, chief. Okay. But he was also in Bone Tomahawk. Wait, what? He's been in Westworld. What yeah, did, dude. What was he, in he Bone was Tomahawk. The the Native American professor who told him about the oh uh, fuck okay the guy they brought no, in exactly to be like we're not being offensive yeah, yeah, towards yeah, yeah, native yeah, peoples yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's been in so much stuff man reservation dogs he was in the like he's been in a ton of shit he's and in doctor sleep great a movie um, that if, will come if up on there's the a later. Native American police officer or security officer there's a 50% chance he's going to be played <laughs> yeah, by Zon McClane. it's either him or Lou Diamond Phillips god <laughs> damn it this is <laughs> fuck <laughs> We're getting into tokenization. I don't like it. But he's all, but he's also a really good actor. Yeah, he is so, like, good. I'm happy yeah. to see I mean, him pop yeah, up all the time. And he does whatever. a great job in this of like being ominous, but only because he's just fucking quiet. Well, and <laughs> like, also he's like he's good. just like so fucking exhausted and done with the whole over situation. It? Yeah, yeah he, over it. He's very over it from the get go. <laughs> he's so good. He's always walking it. away. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, he's walking away like yeah. 80% yeah. of the his, time. His character is just walk away. <laughs> Well, someone I, talks to you. I wonder if that's like included in his in his character description. Like, the, you'll never actually see him approach yeah. things. He's just yeah. always at the door and then yeah. walking away from the door. Yeah, I like that. He's fantastic. I love him. Good, uh, good point. I'm glad we fleshed uh, that out. But yeah, but to to that end, I guess to to circle back on my point, every external person they interact with is part of the world. Very weird. Yes, especially that Frenchman. The Frenchman is weird. Well, for sure. Such but he's a Frenchman, vibes. so, you know. Yeah. Sorry to our French <laughs> listeners. Well, and Jake, to your point, also, Mark, your point, but they, and it escalates, right? They do it, and it escalates very, very well. And specifically, the thing that escalates best for me was the showing them themselves, showing the two main characters themselves over tape. Like, the, the way that escalates is fucking terrifying, to eventually showing them themselves in the future, like, of getting murdered or stuff. But the escalation of that, like, here's something from... Well, first off, here's your friend who actually didn't record himself and send it to you. Uh, yeah, it's a good trope. And then, but then moving on to here's you guys from a couple hours ago or yeah. yesterday or like a few seconds you ago, right yeah. now. Yeah, it did, but the way that builds and it's yeah, it's so it's a little tension because not really tension, but there's disagreement or discord between the two main characters because obviously uh, Michael is more with himself and. He sees what's happening, and Chris is just like, "No, nah, like you're, 
you're just as tweaked you're out as me, it. man. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to use it as a device to get himself out of the handcuffs, too, right? Because he's like, if something's going on, like, if okay, fine, I believe you, let, let me, me out. out. You know? Yeah. I like that. That's all Adam does right, I think. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Just uh, real quick before we exit the this part of the podcast, where did you guys have the actual ending, like the last two minutes of the movie? I, I enjoyed it. I think it was a great way to end the movie. It, 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 how do you fucking end this thing? Is it I, is I, it that's but as is good it, as it could it have been? Does right, does middle, or does wrong? I have it. Does middle. I put it in does right? Okay, so then let's talk about that in does middle then. Do you have it in does I, wrong? I didn't do have we, it. Do we circle? I didn't you really didn't know where it. to put it. I put. I, I just I wanted to talk about it. I didn't. Okay. I mean, I like it, and it's a, cho- it's a choice. It's a choice. It is a choice. Um, they leave it on a bit of a cliffhanger i guess like something happens to them and you know that it's not good but it's still not nothing has been built to the degree to where you understand like okay this is a resolution right whoa (laughs) you like there isn't a resolution (laughs) like literally the last line of the film is like can we try it a different way or something yeah and then it like kind of yells and then it just ends different way yeah yeah but i think it's it's also it's them putting a button on like because the, the, the imagery here, the symbolism here is a little bit opaque throughout it, right? That they're telling a story about storytelling. It's it it's clear, but it's not they're not hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. And so I think that last thing they want to be like, no, that's it that is what this was. This yeah, is about and that's, storytelling. I that is much better. That's I agree. But then it's that's, confusing because then I don't know what point it is that they're making about storytelling. And is the implication that they've already gone through this a couple times and that's why the recordings exist? Like, if there are recordings of them being beaten to death by both the security people and the drug dealers. Well, I know we didn't want to get too much into the endless, but there are time loops in the area. <laughs> right. And, well, and that's that. I mean, if we're now we're getting way far ahead into nitpicks where the mechanism for time loops in the endless is different than the Does mechanism not exist for time yet. loops in yeah. resolution. I Like, it's really hard to. it. It's hard to, like, move forward into things that were added for the endless to like explain away what doesn't exist here. Like this is a good concept that, that is really still hurt my brain. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is a concept like that is a... still not totally fleshed out and it's noticeable. Like that's kind of why I started to put this ending in middle because I liked it. It was opaque. They did what they needed to do from the perspective like this indie indie horror film that as Jack mentioned like how do you end this or I think that was Jack, right? That wasn't you. Yes, it was Jack. But at the same time, like it doesn't. <laughs> you thought it was you. It doesn't scratch. <laughs> was that me? Did I make that point? I said Mark. No, not me. Oh my god. Oh okay. Um, I heard. Was that me? <laughs> I mean, it could. Fuck. Might as well. Um, it doesn't scratch the itch of like, oh, this is some really open-ended ending that I yeah, am I mean- able to like think about. Nor was it explicit so i that was a little bit tough for me you want to this also isn't like such an allegorical movie like mark you said i don't know if they have a real point to make about storytelling uh so there's not really i think they just had a cool concept and then they went and made a movie for 20 grand and that's fine totally but i'm putting this in middle do that's fair do you think the demon just wanted porn you know he saw them die a couple different ways so those two did obviously try fucking let's try one with full penetration yeah honestly what uh, what other endings are there? Oh, you're going off of the fact that I said explicit. <laughs> what other endings are that there? That did trigger that in my brain. I yeah. get it. It's cute. I but like I it. mean, also, if 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 those two other endings did happen, yeah, and obviously the loop was reset, so the thing didn't like that ending, yeah. and them burning the cabin down cathartically after all of the other danger has passed, also didn't, yeah, 
trigger it, then like what fucking ending does this thing want? It's, you're gonna have to figure it out. Okay, you're gonna have to figure it out. I know it's fine, Mark. You went to porn. I get it. You're the guy. I know. It's okay. <laughs> porn and found footage. It's not <laughs> your fault. Two things that go really well together. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not. Do you have anything else that does middle? <laughs> Did I? I, I, can't. I truly can't remember. I wrote so little down about this uh, movie. I, I have one that is, I don't know whether to put it in middle or wrong, and it's the, Jake, you called him a con man. Yeah, I, I don't think, know what he that's is. that's what he's Rifter, called on IMDb. Flim Flam Guy in a suit. The suit? Yeah, yeah sure. The what suit. the fuck? I put him in either does wrong or maybe at the bottom end of does middle. Okay. Th- that that Because he is part of the escalating weirdness of people they meet, but also fucks everything up. I did not like that guy or his appearance in the film. What do you mean fucks everything up? Like, just from a... Uh, he didn't feel he, like he, he should exist there, whereas everyone else did. His presence doesn't make sense. Yeah. I feel like everyone else could in a way be there. No one else's does. It, totally. It's such an out-of-the-way place that him, like, stumbling in there felt And then he'd just come in, find a guy chained to the wall, and sit down and open a beer, and tr- then try to... He's trying to scam them out of money, even though there's a guy chained to the wall of a place that's built with entirely OSB board walls. Like, what the hell is happening? I think you're missing the important factor here, which is that... Had Chris not been chained to the wall, he basically would have given that guy every bit of money that he had. This guy just knows the junkie. He's very capable of tricking junkies, specifically. But I don't even understand what his scam was. He wanted the deed to the house, and he was going to give them money. I don't understand how that con gets him money in the end. That's uh, that's the thing about scamsters, dude. You you don't understand how the scam works until you're out $2,000. I know, Mark. I know. I just got a book about con artists from the 1950s, and I'm very excited to read it. Got that from the library, too. Libraries. Libraries. Support libraries. I, I do hear what you're but, saying, though. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but also I do think that there are people that like specifically target those with lower critical thinking abilities, like meth heads, for example. Sure, like but people his who shoot at birds. in the film <laughs> yeah. takes me out in the way that no one else's does. It's just jarring and doesn't make sense. It's a little weird. It's it's filler. It, it, this the movie would not be worse if it weren't there. Agreed. Um, the only other thing I'd written down for middle was that the only jump scare is related to the junkie in a tunnel. <laughs> Disagree. Yeah, I kind of like the junkie in the tunnel, but also it's that's another thing. That's I, just, there's so much of this movie that you could cut out and not miss, but also I liked, all of it I liked adds that whole to the scene. experience I somehow. Was, I thought it was good. good. I, why was that middle? Why was that jump scare middle? I thought it was a good jump scare. Because it's a it's Great the only. Scare. Uh, there are two. It's the only jump scare in this movie. There are two. What's the other? The girl on the window, because of how it hits. Because like it's nothing has happened in the film yet. There's no score accompaniment. No, but... Yeah, still. Um, nothing has happened. No. Um, I forgot about that scene, too. Uh, he wakes up to a noise, and the way it cuts to it, and the, like she looks frightening. Terrified. Tapping on the window outside, like ghastly. Um, that, was, that hit like a jump scare. Like I was kind of like, oh, shit. Um, I you don't, even remember don't that recall this scene. And then yeah, and then Chris's character is he's like, oh my god, like what the fuck? There's a girl outside, and Chris is like, dude, just go back to bed. There's like the insane asylum. Oh yeah, yeah, they get yeah, all yeah, time, yeah, yeah. and then he just and then it ends on a hilarious note because he's like, okay, and he falls asleep, and she's just still tapping on the window, <laughs> and they wake up the next day. <laughs> so weird, yeah. yeah. And she's gone, like whatever. Uh, but that landed like a jump scare for sure. Okay, yeah, definitely fine, but fine. They were both good, but I, I don't them. understand why it would be wrong if there was only one jump scare. This movie doesn't need a lot of jump scares. Uh, okay, so I guess to expand my point, what this movie does middle is it's not a horror movie, and we're reviewing it on a horror movie podcast. Get the fuck out of here with that. This is absolutely yeah, a horror get movie. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. 
we'll hash this out a little oh bit later. Oh my god. Mark just Mark's just salty because I used the word post horror in this podcast. That's you brought it up and then you were confused about who brought it up. It was weird. What? No, in a previous podcast. <laughs> I was not the initiator of this. I had forgotten Jiminy all about it. Christmas. What is this movie about? Let's talk You're about wrong. what this movie wrong. does wrong. God, Mark. And I'll tell you what this movie does wrong. For a movie where the dialogue is as naturalistic as it is, and it wants to show you like the grim reality of this drug addict, like it does a very bad job accurately depicting someone going through withdrawals and like the what none of it works from like an actual like that he's not he's just fine he has a headache sometimes yeah, he has like a couple lines he's, right that but allude it's, to it where is, he's like the you know he's the like air's a million cold. pounds and i can't move or like yeah. whatever but yeah. yeah these dudes don't know what that's like <clears throat> well for sure and they're not trying that hard but for a movie that's as like realism based as it is for those parts like also they just never address that he's like been shitting in a bucket for five days yeah they do they're not dealing yeah, with they that do. at because all because he has the line where he's like why does it smell he's like I shit in a bucket <laughs> they, I mean, why does it smell like shit in here oh well because I shit in a bucket <laughs> and was they, yeah also no shit was, did he not expect that you chained him to a wall yeah I did have a note because yeah. it had been so long since I'd seen the movie like at the beginning I was like how is he supposed to you know bodily function how <laughs> is he supposed to yeah. make and then they yeah and then they 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 addressed it in a funny way, so I actually like Once. that. But it's like it doesn't work for me. That well, didn't fit show with the time. rest of the tone of the movie, the naturalistic dialogue and the like. You gritty stuff they're showing you. I'm they didn't. Sh- I'm they sorry. didn't. Mark's throwing me off here. Mark apparently wanted like. <laughs> I'm not saying scenes, that's what I wanted to see. I'm of, saying of maybe that's what the demon wanted to see. Oh, so the ending is like I need a critical mass of defecation in this bucket. <laughs> yeah, you didn't shit enough throughout the course of this movie. Try it again. <laughs> Mark, I have a Limp Biscuit question for you. Okay. At the beginning of Roland, uh-huh. why does he scream Chocolate Starfish before he starts singing? Cause just because it's funny to talk about an oh, asshole? Oh, no, because that's that's the name of the album. It's Chocolate Starfish and, and Hot, hot Dog, dog Flavored, flavored Water. water. No, I, so you did answer it. Okay. I actually I don't know one, where that question came no, from, at, but at I one am point happy I to knew it. why that album was called that, too. And it I, was, yeah, I don't know why the album's called it. It was just, I think it was well, just like some, it was actually like. Chocolate Starfish is an asshole. I know, but I don't think that was the purpose for it in the context of the album. I'm sure that was yeah. the purpose of it. You think I Limp Bizkit think had so, a higher When I heard the thing, when I heard the thing, I was surprised by how like inane it was. <laughs> Hold it was, on. I, I don't want to stop talking about this, but I am curious. Why are we talking about Limp Bizkit? Yeah, why are we? Uh, oh my God. Assholes. <laughs> Shitting. Shitting in a bucket. <laughs> okay. Wait. Hold oh my god, Jack. Oh my god. You know, you were talking about bucket, how Mark wanted a close biscuit, up on the asshole. Obviously. Actually, sh- shitting in a bucket. Shitting in a bucket rolling. is pretty much limp biscuit. Question. Are we talking it's, about are we talking about are, this is the most important question I'm gonna ask you today, Jack. Are we talking about rolling air raid vehicle or rolling urban assault vehicle? Whichever one's on my running playlist. Let's see here. Oh, it or better be urban assault. Playlist. Air raid is way worse than urban assault. I'm looking it up now. Let's see. Uh Jack Heavy Bag. Jack heavy bag. Uh, Jack? Well, what? <laughs> I, I really air hope you go vehicle. by heavy bag at work. <laughs> <laughs> Roll in air raid vehicle. Oh, that's the worst one. Okay, I'll put the other one on. I don't fucking know from Limp Biscuit. That's where you made your first mistake. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Chocolate Starfish is a pretty good album. Okay, so I actually looked it up. So the Chocolate Starfish part, there is no explaining away. It was the hot dog flavored water, so that it's fine. So provide more context. Explain yeah. it. 
So explain uh, it. I'm so I looked it up reading, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you. I'm still reading. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I hope it just says. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Starfish I have an announcement. Asshole. I don't know yet. Fred Durst calls himself chocolate starfish <laughs> because people call him an asshole all the time. Hot dog flavored water came from an experience they had when they were in like a truck stop or like a convenience store and they saw like bottles of flavored water and someone made a joke about how the water probably tastes like hot dogs. Because they're in a truck stop and they have like the rotisserie hot dogs all all the time. I don't so know. So it's exactly as deep as we thought it was. Oh, I mean, I didn't argue that it was deep. <laughs> I just thought it was like not ex- about something more explicit, like a literal asshole. But it's you know whatever. Who gives a shit? What song are we using? <laughs> Rolling. What? <laughs> Urban assault vehicle. Okay. Great. I'm looking at the track listing now. This isn't that good now. It's oh, my God. Good what album. else does the movie do wrong? It's what fine. else does the movie do wrong? I mean, we've touched on this already, but in a movie about storytelling, there's, like, no arc. There's no narrative arc to it. It just seems sort of ironic. They might have done that on purpose. I don't care. Uh, no. <laughs> the I, story, I don't, the story has not. a beginning and a middle. Yeah, no resolution. That's why it's mm-hmm. called resolution. They're so clever. I, I This is, look. This they is named a, the movie the thing that they didn't have. It's a freshman effort, right? <laughs> like, they had a cool concept, and I think they did a lot of good things, but, you know, really fleshing out what that idea was did not happen. 90% this of this the, movie is Mike being like, okay, you, you stay here, Chris, chained to the wall. I'm going to go on a walk. And then he walks to the French guy's house. He walks to the caves. Yeah. He walks to the river. He walks back to the... Like highway to call his wife. That's the movie. That's I mean, the entire no. movie. There's that's, no fucking that's, arc. That's not what the he movie finds. Is. He finds videotapes every once in a that's while. Not, like, the that's not like the Frenchman in the trailers. Advice of all stories need a beginning, a middle, and an end. That was just what all the executives at film studios they've been meeting with have been telling them. <laughs> this isn't gonna work, guys. You need a beginning, a middle, and an end. And they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna write it." In. <laughs> you literally, you have a script that has words in it. But the thing I'm concerned about is that nothing ever happens. <laughs> um. I to kind of to that point and kind of not to that point. Like most of what this movie is is not the stuff that Mark just mentioned. It's the discussion, then the dialogue that they have, and then it's like interspersed with him going for his walks to like progress the plot. And those are actively worse parts of the film. Like anything related to the plot in this movie is not very good. That's where my immersion actually starts to slip a little bit. And I actually saw that in the dialogue as well. Um, I had a note around like there was a distinct moment. At a couple points in the film, I started to notice it more after it really hit me the first time where it really felt like a break from entertaining and frankly hilarious dialogue and banter between the two to when they like kind of had to talk about what was happening and it got a lot more stale and stilted. And then they would go back to just, you know, being themselves and having a discussion. And that was way better again. And then they had to progress the plot. And then it wasn't as good. And that was a weird dynamic. Yeah, I didn't like the, that. That was bad. <laughs> it is a weird dynamic. Yeah. The movie is good because Vinnie Coran is good. And the movie is bad because the movie, by definition, can't have Vinnie Coran do everything. <laughs> also, also I don't treats- think Vinnie Coran is good in a role where he has to progress the plot. The, the, the movie does not treat mental health it. very well, no. even at all. Doesn't right. really try, he, no. I mean, well, he, he, it, mm. does, it, Does it, it seems to indicate that he has kicked his paranoid schizophrenia because he's kicked the meth. Which, certainly meth it would, would help. exacerbate paranoid schizophrenia, but you're not then speaking lucidly because you've been chained to a wall without psychiatric medication or treatment for five days. I don't, I, yeah, whatever. That, that's an, I'd couch that as a nitpick. Ah, uh, it's pretty I don't know. It's pretty. He goes from screaming about birds holding 
government weapons and tracking him to speaking lucidly and funnily in immediately, like as soon as the drugs are out of his system. It's a valid point. It's not. It's, that's not. The, neither of those worlds are ones I'm familiar with, so I'm not capable of discussing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, <laughs> kind of agree. I don't have I anything. Else the whistle, I think. Wrong. Yeah, me neither. What do we have for nip? Wait, wait, stop singing. There you go. This is sort of a nitpick, but it's also something this movie and many other movies do wrong. You can depict the experience of that tinnitus sound without using that tinnitus sound that triggers someone's tinnitus real bad. It sucked, dude. Why the fuck did they use it? I don't know. A lot of movies. I actually put it. I do it so effectively. I didn't mention it, uh, but the note that I had about the tinnitus album was under wrong. Um, yeah, I, I, I decided I as we yeah. were discussing that I would put it under nitpick because it felt well. Because too the other heavy thing is, there's a way to, to depict that sound equally as effectively without triggering really bad tinnitus and people who have tinnitus. They, just, they do don't that? need to fucking include it. It was dumb. What's that? Mark? How would you do that? You use a much lower tone. You just don't have that high pitch, but you have the dull sound, the hollow, everything else, and just a much lower tone. I'm not sound. gonna. It yeah, fine. I mean, plenty of movies do it. I get your point, but aside from the fact that that might be harmful. It didn't need to happen. Like, he's shooting a gun at birds. Like, who, who gives a fuck? You don't need to add yeah, that. It didn't need to be in there at all. It's, 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 I, I straight up had to stop the movie and then wait like 20 minutes until my tonight is stopped oh so God, I can focus dude. back Let's on Go the back movie. and watch the triangle again. Oh my <laughs> God. That is <laughs> awesome. Very I feel similar. like if there's a, if there's an A to Z horror bingo card, yeah. uh, I one of the squares needs to be discussion of tinnitus. This comes up every five episodes. <laughs> Hey, Sierra Nevada does not have twist-off bottles. We're back to that. How have we not covered this yet? Yeah, I know, right? We covered it a little bit, but it's a nitpick. <laughs> it's not anything else. You're right. You're right. Um, I mean, everything's a twist-off if you twist hard enough. That's true. If you think about it. They're just really he strong. He doesn't twist very hard. He's incapable of picking up a power bar, but he can twist off a non-twist-off yeah, beer and top. We know that Michael punches point. like a windsock, so how is he going to twist it off? Well, look, these are two, like, demigods fighting. Hmm. Man, they're strong enough to open beer bottles, Is the spirit but when they're fighting each them? other, it's, they're, they're, like, relatively weak. The spirit's speaking through them. Uh-huh. Hmm. Could a random Joe Schmo like Mike really get, like, professional-grade handcuffs enough to handcuff a person to a wall? Can you get those? Yes. Yes. You can? I did Amazon. Google it. Com. I did Google it, and I think I found <laughs> some, but... Mark, we live in a country <laughs> where people can get a lot of things. <laughs> handcuffs are the most <laughs> innocuous of those things actually, you can so. buy you can buy thorium off the dark web and the FBI won't come to your college apartment until eight weeks after you bought it fucking or your roommate fucking did hypothetically hell. I feel like that's different <laughs> that's a different <laughs> thing than what we're talking about right now <laughs> to a degree uh, there, I had a lot of neat picks like I do like the fact that Benson and Moore had to have a cameo that's nice I forgot about it completely well, it's, is it a cameo are they not playing it's still I guess a they're cameo. not playing but there, it is a cameo. You can't say but are, is it a cameo because came out there's like a thing s- that happened after it. Yeah, this movie came like, out six years before the yeah, other. That's a cameo. Before the Endless I, happened. They had no idea that the Endless is going to exist, and they made this. I understand. This is a total I, I proof of concept freshman. This is a debut film, dude. I'm just wondering cameo. if they are a playing debut? the same characters in the Endless. Say that again, because I completely... I heard you make I'm wondering noises, the, and it didn't, my brain didn't... I'm wondering if the Justin and Aaron characters mm-hmm. from this mm-hmm. that are cameos are Justin and Aaron Smith from the Endless. I took it as yes. I think yes. Now, I mean, okay. I... 
in a clumsy way because it's weird when you Definitely. like hash it's, together. It's like the it's like when a TV did. show like casts someone for a one-off role and yeah. then casts them in a different yeah. role later on because they liked the actor. Yeah, but yeah. also, like, I mean, it, but in the same way, it would have been they cast them in the same role. They, they didn't cast them in the same role, but they do have the same names. If like if they're not the same people, yeah, yeah. then there are two people named Justin and two people named Aaron who look exactly alike I, and travel together at all times within I didn't mean it was literally I mean, a like three that. mile I, radius. I was just saying it's one of those things where you got to just kind of ignore what they came later because they had new ideas. They telling a different story. Word. Time who loops. knows? Time loops. It explains everything, Jack. It explains uh, everything. Time loops. Neat pick. Chris's hat. Chris's hat is super cool. I I think he may have hand painted a American flag on it, which I love. <laughs> um, it's a great prop. Been... I actually fucking love that prop. You like that hat? Huh? Yeah, I do. Huh? The giant American flag on it faded out. That he like that someone clearly hand painted on it with oil paints. Okay, okay fine, 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 <laughs> fine, 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 fine. This is also 2012, so. Uh, maybe this is dark to get into, but what he go just do the it. coffee mug. The coffee mug was definitely fully capable of opening up everything on his arm. Oh yeah, I don't know what. Maybe enough. he he just he just I guess didn't want to go through it which is fine but it's we there's a bunch of dialogue about how the coffee mug couldn't yeah he yeah, cut yeah, himself yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's false <laughs> coffee mug the broken coffee mug it kind of depends on how it cuts ceramic is exceptionally sharp if you do it right but like i don't know if you just shatter it i'm not sure you'd get a piece that would you'd actually find a piece. he got he got enough blood he got blood if you can get blood you can that's true yeah you can keep going and, right? and then michael did nothing he didn't take the piece of broken mug away from him do y'all ever see those things of like people who cut their leg from standing on a toilet seat? Ladies and gentlemen out there, PSA, don't stand on toilet don't seats. Don't stand on toilet seats. They will shatter and they will fucking and slice your leg slice off. your leg the fuck yeah, all like the way Yeah, you'll cut your femoral artery and die. Yeah. It happens way more frequently than I think anyone realizes. Probably not your femoral artery. Nah, it's going to go all the way up. No, there, I have seen things of femoral. I mean, it, it could Jesus. cut lower, but if you fall right, it... You'd have to, like, fall it, to the side so it can That's so fucked up. Yeah. Or, or if you're going to stand on the toilet, your... sand on the outside where you got the bowl support. Yeah, don't... Yeah, yes. Get a stepladder. <laughs> Jesus Why are Christ. you standing on your toilet to begin with? I don't know. Maybe I'm not yelling at you. I'm just yelling. Yeah, you're staring. You're making you eye contact money in the vent. yelling about a thing. You hid money in the vent above the toilet, <laughs> and you need to get it down. A what? You hid cash in the vent above. Oh, that your sounds toilet. like a thing you that you know about. Down. I like how shitty Carl's in this film, and then every <laughs> film that they make, that's a neat pick too. Shitty Carl, great character. Shitty Carl, it is great. I don't recall Shitty Carl. Shitty Carl. Shitty Carl actually makes an appearance in the Endless. Okay. But they talk about Shitty Carl in this movie. They talk about Shitty Carl in Is Shitty Carl the guy who bags the ugly broads? And that's who they're talking about? No, they talk about other guy. Shitty Carl's just, he's just like offhanded. He talks about like. They they talk about him, yeah. He's mentioned. I think Shitty Carl like fucked him over on some deal at one point. But he's like literally mentioned for a half second in this movie. And then the same thing happens. I think it's also, I need to go back and watch Spring in the Endless in short order now. Um but I think it's mentioned also by Vinnie Kern's character in Spring, like, when they're in the bar. <laughs> I the do beginning. like that. I do yeah. like that. And then um, Shitty Carl's in the Endless. So there you go. Huh. He's actually there. I don't recall that. We don't need to dwell on it, but this movie has a regrettable uh, one, body shaming of women, and two, yes. use of words we don't really use anymore. That part hits rough. Yeah, notably, this movie came out 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, and yeah. that was like at the tail end. I feel. I feel like that was like yeah. when there was a sea change in that. Yeah. For yeah. The definitely. I think. I mean, there. it definitely yeah. happened more aggressively in the last five years. But yeah, 
in the it, it, in the two thousands well and early twenty tens. That was yeah. definitely still like there are noticeable elements that didn't age well. In those yeah, movies. it was it was it was quite jarring for them to move into the. Remember those chicks we used to sleep with conversation as they're like as Chris is sort of coming around to being sober, and then they just start talking about like how ugly the ladies they slept with were like. They're it's like very dissing strange. each other about the, very strange. It's like, dude, you're a strunk, you're How a junkie in a eat? cabin. Like, look at you. Yeah, and I yeah. guess that's probably apparently part he of had the... dropped a lot of weight too. So uh, yeah. anyway, I'm sure that's, that's his true. dick that's again. There, there's a line in this. <laughs> so good. every fucking line, every line he has is so good, except for the ones that you literally just mentioned, Jack. Speaking yeah. of lines, there's a line in this uh, where he's contemplating suicide, and he says, "Hey, better than a virus or global warming killing me slowly." I loved it. 2012. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> Pretty prescient. <laughs> they do. This is 10 they do. years ago. They do. Uh, yeah. Oddly prescient. Oddly prescient, that line. Neat pick. Yeah, now we get both, actually. Yeah, both. That's we're, neat. You know, we're getting That's both. Great. It's really fun. Turns out global warming might not be such a slow death either. I don't know. Slow slow compared to the virus. It's fast for some of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an Imdaba fact that I really liked. This is a neat pick. Actor Vinnie Curran insisted to be tased by Peter Salello with a stun gun. And then the reason I'm actually neat picking this, that that's neat. But then the second sentence is baffling to me. So one of you is going to have to try to explain this. And I'm just going to read this. The crew would often tase each other for fun, comma, resulting in someone dropping and shattering a day's worth of coffee, period. Shattering seems like mean, the wrong word to use there. Th- that's no, not what mean, I'm focused on. The, this is what they mean on a, by a vase, Jake. I, I mean, that's they not mean what I mean either. A day's, day's worth. Oh, a day's worth. Oh, I'm just going to read this worth. sentence one more time. Okay. The crew would often... Taze each other for fun, resulting sure. in someone dropping and shattering a day's worth of coffee. Was this a routine? Yeah, people would shatter a day's worth of coffee often? I mean, we used to party at Nate's house, and his dad had that dog training collar, and we shocked the shit out of each other with that. Yeah, thing. I was I was at another it. party. We had, and we had, what, we had shock collars. I put both shock collars on my calves, and I tried to run. And I remember that. Me. That was hilarious. Yeah, we yeah. shock you, and yeah. you fell over. Fuck yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> See, shit's like, this is fun. No, what I'm talking about is the way this is written makes me feel like the tasing would happen often and in addition to that the shattering of the whole day's worth of coffee oh, also no, happen often i don't re- i don't interpret it that way i, I think the day's way. worth of coffee happened once the crew would often tase each other for fun resulting in someone dropping and shattering a day's worth of coffee yeah the often tasing resulted in one time they, they need to have once resulting in had it yeah oh wikipedia would need to asterisk this and say grammatically unclear <laughs> i thought it was a hilarious factoid <laughs> it is a hilarious fact um for someone who's concerned about the well-being of someone going through detox, <laughs> he's not too worried that tasing him might give him a literal heart attack because that can fucking happen during detox. Well, also, like, literally just... You you could also just fucking die during detox without any other yeah, things. Just, just, yeah, he doesn't seem all so that concerned about taser. his friend's health, frankly. Don't add a taser. His thing is like, oh, yeah, doing. I googled it. Here's a jug of water. I'm sure you'll be fine. A jug of water and an apple. <laughs> yeah, good. Keep you're those, good. Keep right? those electrolytes. This up. is the part. Yeah, the, here's yeah, here's some electrolyte solution. You're probably going to sleep for a few days. He doesn't know. What he's let doing. me now. Let me tase you multiple times. But I am concerned about <laughs> you, so I'm going to leave on a walk for the next twelve hours. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> your bucket's out of reach, so I guess just shit on your mattress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in fairness, this sounds like about as responsible as I'd be with either of you. So, I disagree with that. I think you would. I think you would be very cuddly. As I was coming out of a drug-induced... If I were drug-addled, like fully addled, I think you would nurse me back to health like a baby deer. Jesus, that's... 
Pressure. Now there's pressure. I don't like this. Well, <laughs> Mark, don't get drugged. Do addicted. not do meth. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. <laughs> Jack, that goes for you too. Oh shit! Really? Well, frankly, I'm not coming to Hawaii for that purpose. So. <laughs> I'm good. Hawaii I'm good seems like they have good social services. You're probably fine. I thought you were going to say Hawaii seems like they have good meth. <laughs> I, also true. Hawaii has a oh real God. meth problem. <laughs> yeah. Do we have any other neat picks or nitpicks or picks or not picks? Nah, I don't really, give a really, shit. Okay, I wonder if there are any listicles out there that like states with best meth. Oh, God. I bet Idaho's up there. I hate it. <laughs> I know. Worst I education and best meth, <laughs> baby. The two, the two states I've lived in most recently are two of the states with the highest meth problems. Well... <laughs> Move east where Common there's more opiates, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Jack. Let's go to ratings. <laughs> you cooking? <laughs> Jesse, we have to cook. <laughs> hey, I know Aaron Paul. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You can't say that. <laughs> if you hey, I kicked house, Aaron I'd Paul like off my that. property. Yeah, that's I declared allowed. castle doctrine. Son of a bitch. We, over at ADC Horror, use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Royal, we'd rate the amount of Fritos in the hole. It'll never be Royal. And I might just have to show you a nice big hole in the earth that you do not want to be acquainted with. Because guess what you're not going to find in that hole, Carl? Fritos? There are no Fritos in that hole, Carl. And for 10, think about Chuck Nolan, we'd rate the importance of the package. And this package, appropriately painted with wings on it, Seems to represent hope. Stories, the first getting Richard, these movies. Jake! Yeah, buddy. This thing, write the thing for story. Giving it just below average, because the story thing is kind of where this runs aground a little bit. I gave it a five. I like the concept. like to keep this category high concept, and the whole vague demon thing, kind of forcing this story to be lived, is a very interesting concept. I think it misses the opportunity here, because... Frankly, I think that the focus is more on the dialogue between these two characters and their story together, which is basic, but still. Uh, so I can't give it too high rating, but I also am not going to penalize it too, too much from that high level standpoint. Same reasons, same score for Chaboy. Mark, what about you? I was wildly higher than you guys. I gave it a five and a half. Um, <laughs> I mean, basically the same thing. In yeah. a movie about storytelling... I don't really, it's a little bit weird that they specifically don't go through narrative arcs, but also I think that's part of what they're trying to say. It's a little bit messy. We'll get into this in later categories. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to say that much, man. Um, (laughs) World building and immersion. There's a second category. Jake, what's your world building and immersion score? I, as I said, it was Thing Prime that the movie did right with Vinnie Curran primarily being the conduit for it. Uh, Couldn't take my eyes off the screen when he was doing his thing and he was on screen for the majority of this film. I'm interested where it was yeah. I'm interested to see where you guys go with this. I gave it a seven and a half. I was really immersed, and I think that the world, as I also mentioned earlier in the podcast, it it planted the seeds for this whole geographic area to be a weird thing. And I thought that that did come through pretty well. There are obviously rough patches, but it landed in a generally good way. Can't go higher, but it's generally good. Yeah, I give it a six. I largely agree with you, but the parts that took me out took me way out, and those include, like, the the con artist, I guess we'll call him. Like, just some of that stuff just doesn't work very well. Yeah. And then, for me, I was the immersion of, like, this guy definitely isn't going through detox. Pretty hurt my immersion quite a bit, too. But all the dialogue is naturalistic and very good and very compelling when it's happening. Mark. I also gave it a six. 
And I like going third because I have nothing to add. Okay. <laughs> Let's get things into Scare Factor. Jake, what's your Scare Factor score? Yeah, I gave it a three. Um, there's some creepy elements here. I do like the implementation of both jump scares, actually. Uh, I think Jack and I were in that camp. Uh, and it gets weirder and creepier throughout the film, but it's not an out-and-out scary movie by any means. Can't wait for Jake or Jack to give this a seven. I gave it a four. <laughs> okay. It it isn't a very scary movie, but I was I thought the creepy parts of them being shown videos of themselves in escalating yeah, like it's, recency it's weird, from when they were yeah. taken yeah. is really frightening and would freak me the hell out and freak me out when I watched it. Four, but it's not very scary. Mark yeah. agreed. I gave it a one and a half, so I'm substantially lower than you guys. It's we talked about this on the on the Patcast that we did specifically on Benson and Moorhead. They are better at exploring weirdness and sort of like. I, I hesitate to go s- to say sci-fi, but like fantasy elements. And if horror happens to happen along the way, yeah. that's fine. But like really what they're trying to do here from my take is just sort of explore the weirdness and nuance there. They're not as interested in actually creating a horror movie here. So it is billed as a horror movie. It is arguably a horror movie and I'm, I don't have any p- qualms with reviewing it, but it's not particularly scary. Yeah. It's more just weird. Let's get us into effects or judicious lack there of Jake. Go. Yeah, I gave this. This is kind of hard. <laughs> I don't know yet. Nah, look, I'm going to for no, a little bit. No, no, I know. I had to look it up to make sure it's right, Jack, because I do actually write my ratings down. Here's the thing. The the sets, and to a degree, Mark kind of talked me up a little bit, not that it's going to make a difference on costuming. Hats. <laughs> With hats. Great props in this one. Uh, But ultimately, like, it's not that effects laid in a movie like this is a movie that was made for 20 grand and the only time that there's really much going on you can see it because there's cg fire that does not look good i'm surprised jack didn't mention it yet uh, he's the cg fire guy he is cg fire guy and there's a moment that looks preposterously bad uh, i gave this it's- i gave this a four because i do think that like the the prop sets costumes whatever you want to call it are good and it's generally speaking judicious lack thereof when they do try to introduce more it doesn't look very good whatever yeah, I gave it a three for the same reasons, and because I was going to bring up the fire, although it's tempered slightly by being through like a projector. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, like it's not—they don't show you it to you directly. So, okay. Don't at they? least as far as I, I thought tell. they did. I don't. I, don't know. I think they anymore. do in the final scene, don't they? The 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 particularly <clears throat> egregious looking one is the one when you see like one of the dealers, like when he's like in the foreground of the shot, dead on the ground. And then there's fire. It's like close. Yeah, that looks rough. That looks uh, rough. Yeah. And I didn't think yeah, yeah. that was that. Something in my brain Either has way. just stopped registering CG fire. I think I've seen enough of Good. it. Good. Like, I assume honestly, this is what fire I, that's, looks like That's now. amazing. Can I have that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want that too. Um, either way, I gave it a three. Uh, it is judicious lack thereof, but, you know, it's it's so, they don't even judiciously lack thereof. Wait, they just lack thereof. Did you give it a three or a two? You gave it a, a three. three. Okay. Uh, I mean, the like, it's so evident that they show you from the creature's perspective at the very end of the movie it's like oh, okay all right i know um so i gave it a three mark yeah i mean i it's mostly judicious lecture up for me i gave it a five and a half like jake said this movie was made for twenty thousand dollars and it overall looks pretty good they do a lot of costuming and props uh and set design in i mean look we're not all handyman like like jack where we can pick apart whether or not they use the wrong type of plywood or whatever the fuck but I, it was osb that's uh lining that house but that's fine five and a half is fine it's, they did good they did good 
They did good. Overall, Jake, what's your overall score? I gave it a six and a half. I like this. It's definitely, having seen their whole repertoire, it's definitely like the freshman outing. Uh, Is this their worst movie? Probably. Yes. Yeah, I think it's probably. Their, I think it's their worst movie, but I don't know. If it's my least favorite. What's your least, What's your favorite? least favorite? It might synchronic? be synchronic. I don't know. I need I to watch them. I, I'm gonna. Okay, it's happening. I'm watching all of them in short order. Gonna do a dive. Yeah, I'm doing a dive. I like that. Yeah, I'm like doing the dive, dives. guys. I'm diving. I like synchronic. Synchronic's pretty. I good. do too. That's. The, I like all their movies. Uh, the thing with this one is, I like this, but I'm having a tough time boosting it too much because it is pretty obviously rough around the edges. And I, I, like I like this, whatever. We're I like this movie. It's six and a half, though. All right, uh, I give it a six. I mean, I like this movie, but it, it, like you said, it's rough around the edges. It's not without its flaws, but it is pretty charming. Uh, uh, yeah, charming. Yeah, all their fucking yeah. movies are charming. They're charming, very much so. Mark. Yeah, I mean, Circle the Wagons. I gave it a five and a half, which is a bit of a tilt up for me, actually. But grand scheme of things, if your if your intro effort is a like literally. Dalton line average horror movie, then you're going to be a pretty good filmmaking duo. This movie came out yeah, 10 years 100%. ago and they've only gone up since then. Yeah. So there's a reason that Marvel is now tapping them yeah. to direct their TV. Yeah. Shows. Like this is their <laughs> quote air quotes worst movie and it's very watchable and extremely charming. Yes, absolutely. Eh. I, th- I think Vinnie the Curran. average American public might quibble with a few of those takes, but I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. For us as seasoned horror veterans, I found it charming. We like it. I mean, you, there is, I, I, we all like, am I, am I saying something incorrectly when I say we like Mumblegore? I like Mumblegore. I like it. Uh, I, I don't know. Jack seems to not I, I, like it as much as Jack us. Jack doesn't understand what I it is. I think that's fair. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think one of the best, hey, we, we may, we might save this for the conversation we're about to have in a few minutes on the podcast, but I think one of the best talents is you, one of the best talents you can have as a director is the ability to, to direct naturalistic dialogue and yep. get that type of performance out of people. And that's what they do. And that, and yeah, this is one of the most believable conversational pieces. Yeah. And it was the first thing they did. Yeah. And then they've Absolutely. continued to do like that. I think that's what they're best at, though. We already talked about this, but yeah. most people. We've done a whole Most of our listeners it. can't hear that, though. Pay us money. Not us. I don't know. I bet most of our listeners Well, pay us money so that Patreon we can pass members. that money along. That's false. <laughs> do not belittle the podcast. Okay. Asshole. Whoa. <laughs> Let's go to ratings. Wait, no, we did ratings. Let's what? get what? out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's go back to the beginning of ratings. Hey Jake, thirty seconds are on the goddamn <laughs> clock. It's gonna st- <laughs> time loops. Oh shit! You brought it around. Okay, guys, who the hell are we recommending this? What is the segment? Oh, fuck. For whom? For to whom this the hell are we recommending recommend this? to be it? I'm so sorry, Ty. Oh my god. <laughs> to whom? I am the hell. Oh my god. To whom? Um, honestly, to people that saw the endless and are interested, like th- this is not yes. as accessible a movie. Right? No. Yeah, like, genre fans. <laughs> People who love post horror are I, intrigued by the fact that post horror exists. Right? Yeah, exactly. No, I think that this is one that for your, we're thinking average type viewers, are you recommending this? I would say watch The Endless. And if you like that and you want more of, of that. that canonically, something that can add yeah. to the world, you can add this to it. And that would be an interesting yes. way to go about that. Other also, than that, I'd recommend this to people if your semi-regular bonus Patreon podcast is covering all the works of Benson and Moorhead. Give this one a check out because it's one of them. Hundred percent. It surely is one of them. <laughs> uh, but for the average person, like just like 
as a standalone piece, it's probably a harder recommend because it's fairly it's this is deep cut territory for sure. Yeah, definitely. Let's get the fuck out of here. Fine. No, let's Dude. go to ratings. I'm not going back. <laughs> this has been episode 252 of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you're still here hanging out with us and you like what we got going on, check out the links in the description below because everything that you would be interested in is there. It has our social media. It has our website. If that's still up, that's kind of dying, though. It's fine. We're a podcast-focused organization at this point. It's Don't, don't shake your head at me, Jack. Listener, are you shaking Well, I got something. We will talk about it off air. It's fine. Oh, shit. Uh, in any case, yeah, like we said, you might want to be a patreon member if you're still here all of the proceeds are going to be going in the month of june i think we said to and onward yeah. planned parenthood because of reasons that should be fairly obvious at this point if you're in america or tapped into the news so that's going to be what's going to happen for the foreseeable future you're going to get good perks the same ones that we've we've talked about honestly ad nauseum at this point as always the music is coming at you from super bear their link is down there in the description below as well and next week we are going over to a mark pick and we are going to zig or zag or whatever you'd like to say because this is a to z whore and we need different vibes so we're going with the z so we're going with the z uh we're gonna watch cargo a zombie movie that's not and we're going with c <laughs> we're going with the c this time cargo uh we're gonna review it and it's gonna be different than this one was so cheers to that until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Bye. It's more about the conversation than the plot. Fucking yeah.